say is when you listen to circular music, it opens a door for demons to come into your life and to attack you. Because Stop the cow. <laughs> so that's the video. I'm not going to play because it it's going to get flagged. Okay. So she says if you listen to secular artists, it is going to open the door to demons. Okay. And, and Marcus said something similar in the opening video. So it's like a collage of both videos. My comment was quite simply, they sounded like they were reading from the same script. That, that was my comment because it was literally they were saying the same exact thing. If you listen. So that was Ruslan's comment. He, he, you know, he, he agreed with them, but he's like, man, y'all read from the same script saying the same thing. Right. And why you shouldn't listen to uh... artists in a party bus. And what I want to. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> uh... Oh, man. Sorry. <laughs> Hopefully they were seeing this monitoring experience. <laughs> y'all want to know what happened? <laughs> I I clicked the power button with my 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 uh toe my 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 thumb toe. <laughs> he's, he's Satan is operating. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. That is hilarious. Um, you know this is a sign. Marcus Rogers is from God, and I am obviously not right. <laughs> Sorry about that. So I'm back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look what happens. Yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> We're back. We're back. The resurrection of all things. But anyways, yeah, I, I, I clicked it with my, my thumb, my, my toe thumb. I don't know what that, what, what is that foot called? The big toe, the big toe. I call it the thumb toe. <laughs> oh man, that was funny. I thought the power went out of the house. I was like, what, what happened? <laughs> I thought Jesus had came back. Oh man. That is too funny. But we're going to get back to this video. Hey, like the video, subscribe. Welcome to the All Things Theology Podcast. <laughs> let's let's start that all over. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, let's 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 get back into it, man. Let's get back into it. Uh, so where was I? <laughs> that just throws all the video off, right? <laughs> that throws you all off. You can't just get back into the video after something like that happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I walked up to my wife. I was like, power go out of the house? <laughs> Oh, man, the rapture. I thought I missed it, man. I thought I missed it. <laughs> Can you imagine doing a live stream? The, well, I don't believe in a rapture, but let's say it did happen. Are you doing a live stream? <laughs> wow, you talk about no one watching that video, right? Um, anything. Anyways, we're back to the video. Like, share, subscribe. Let's, let's get it back going. I got to get the energy back. So, yes, Marcus Rogers calls Ruslan fake. Rusan responded is like, hey, man, all I did was make a comment. I wasn't even disagreeing with you. Uh, Rusalan further goes on to say, hey, um, you know, I agree with what you're talking about. I don't think Christians should listen to worldly music. I mean, he he's very clearly said that he's he, uh, Rusalan. And like I said, let me just say this. Me and Rusalan, we have our disagreements. We've talked about them. So this isn't me just coming to Ruslan's defense. I even have some problems with some things that are said, and I'll bring that out as we go along. But um, why Rus why Marcus Rogers got mad? It really was just slanderous because that wasn't what Ruslan said. So I'm not even really sure why he made that video using his thumbnail because. Ruslan has actually talked about how, why he doesn't agree with secular artists. Uh, uh, Beyonce, I don't watch all of Ruslan's videos, but 
I, I see some of them, uh, and so forth and so on, right? So they, so Ruslan goes live and makes a video <laughs> really calling out Marcus Rogers. Now, if we're going to back up, Marcus, my brother, you were an active Christian YouTuber, actively uploading videos, enthralled in scandal after scandal after scandal. You baptized someone that then passed away, and it was a huge story. And you have these little maneuvers of uh, uh, maneuvering around this stuff. But, bro, when there's smoke, there's usually fire. And I've never said any of this stuff about you. I have never personally attacked you. Not to mention, you falsely prophesying that Trump was going to be president, bro. Do you really want to go tit for tat? Do you really want to go who is the, the, the moral high ground? Because if you're going to sit and project and say, this person's wrong, this person's wrong, this person's wrong, this person's wrong. Brother, have you looked at, at the glass house that you're throwing these rocks from? Have you examined your own rep reputation? Have you examined who you are in this space, bro? That you should be, in my opinion, the most humble. You should be the most gentle because you know what it's like to be a Christian and struggle. Because you know what it's like to be a Christian and be sexually immoral. I'd rather not take the personal approach. But let's not forget, and some of you guys don't know, some of you guys don't know this stuff. Man, you were married in ministry going through divorces, bro. Like, stop with the moral high ground. You have no ground to stand on. Just take the, 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 the humble rope and say, hey, I don't know what's happening with these guys. It looks us. That's the position I've played. And I have never endorsed the stuff I've been seeing on Maverick City's music. I've consistently pushed back against it. So don't get personal, bro. You don't want to go there. It's a mess. And you can create all kinds of different narratives and talk your way out of all these different things. But come on, bro. You line yourself up to any other Christian YouTuber and you just look at the fruit, at the actual fruit of who you were in ministry. And it's a mess, dog. So cut it out. That's all I got. So Ruslan says what he says. And some people are like, OK, he shouldn't have went that route. I, I actually don't mind it. I, I wouldn't have done it. Right. Me personally, I don't I don't like to do the personal stuff. And it seems Ruslan didn't want to do it either. But he's like. I agree with what he said. The so I'm not even trying to make a right. I personally wouldn't have done it with the with the personal. I like to, I like to stick on doctrinal issues, but it is problematic that Marcus Rogers wants to call people out for moral failings when he has tons of them, right? And to that issue, Ruslan was right. Ruslan was right. I mean, he does. He has a lot. I mean, divorces, baptizing a man who died when you weren't supposed to go there, uh, immoral issues, all these things that Marcus Rogers, you really don't have a ground to to talk about these stuff. The Trump prophecy, we'll, we'll get into that. Right. And so there's a lot of stuff that I, I believe actually it disqualifies you from the eldership. Right. It disqualifies you from uh, the pastoral office. Uh, this is not to say that Marcus Rogers, right, can't have a, a bad pass, right? But this is stuff he was doing in ministry he, he did wrong. But we're, we're going to get into some of those issues, especially the doctrinal stuff, right? Especially the doctrinal stuff, because I do believe it is problematic. The pastor is supposed to be of upright moral character, um, good reputation with outsiders. There could be a whole theology that is to be said about the character and the life of a pastor, um, much more can be said about that. But Marcus Rogers said this. 
a lot of these Christians is ducking the smoke. I want all the smoke. So he said to Ruslan, man, I want the smoke with you. Right? Uh, Ruslan goes live. Um, Ruslan goes live. And Marcus Rogers comes in. And there are some interesting things said. Very interesting things said that actually went broader than Marcus Rogers and Ruslan, but actually came to people who have been publicly critiquing uh, Marcus Rogers, such as myself, such as uh, Montana Viking. You know, it, it went a lot farther. So that's what caught my ear and made me interested. And like I said, that's why I said I would. I reached out to Ruslan and told him um, why I want why I wanted to do this. And he was Ruslan was cool with it. Right. So let's just hear this clip. Can can you bet, show me one you, verse? I bet, you, I bet you I bet you you delete this video, Marcus. Can, you're, this, you're all these videos get unlisted. Right now, every single every single after party we do gets unlisted. So no, yes, but no. You gonna delete? You gonna delete the other video you did? I I may if I feel like I I, I, you I, over, I know overstepped. You will because you're you gonna exposed, delete the video bro. where you misrepresented me. Are you gonna delete? I didn't video misrepresent it. I just okay, showed wait, wait, you hold two ways that you're fake. You talk Marcus. about my past. I'm talking about y'all present. Then you what won't even let present? me get wait, 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 and hold explain hold on, hold on, hold on. myself. You guys misrepresent me with the Trinity. You guys misrepresent me with the Trump stuff. You guys are you guys are slandering me a lot. And then when Marcus. I get on here, you don't you guys say I'm ducking. I'm here, but I'm gonna be quiet. But okay, notice okay. you. So Marcus Rogers has the audacity to confront Ruslan about deleting videos. Um, this <laughs> Marcus Rogers has no room to talk about people deleting videos, right? That's first and foremost. Um, he 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 has constantly made videos telling him God wanted him to make the video, and and turn around and deleting that video. So. Whether Ruslan decides to delete the video or not, that that's 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 his business. But here's the issue: Ruslan isn't even claiming that God gave him the video. So I think it's much more of a a worse thing to say God gave you a video than turn around and delete it. Second off, he claims that uh, he claims that people are misrepresenting you guys, right? You guys. So that's a broad umbrella of. Ruslan and people like me and people who are uh, critiquing his views on the Trinity, right? People are critiquing him about his views on the Trinity and, and the things like that. So we're misrepresenting him. <laughs> I find that I find that comment ironic. I've been the one playing full length videos, long videos of Marcus Rogers. Marcus Rogers deletes that video, comes back and presents another view. Marcus Rogers has some of the most contradictory views of God. And then he'll delete the evidence. He'll delete the views, the video. Remember the 1500 mile wide God, long and wide? Let me address this. Why keep talking about them? You already said they are false. Jesus said not to debate and argue. You feeding this. So why are you here? Sound, I've seen multiple comments from you debating and arguing. You know what? I'll let my little homie come tell you. Unfollow me. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. That's the remix. Unfollow me. If I make you feel some type of way. No one is holding you hostage to be here. If, if you, I mean, I'm not trying to be mean, but if you don't want to be here, you don't want have to be here. If you aren't for debating and arguing, then don't do it in the comments.
I'm just just saying. Yes, he is the pot calling the kettle black. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so Marcus Rogers claims people are misrepresenting him about God. Now, are there some people doing that? I'm sh- I'm I'm sure there are. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the slinky god, the slinky god. Remember the paper god? Remember the knife god? Remember the uh the paper cup god? No one's no one's misrepresenting Marcus Rogers. <laughs> he he just has to delete the evidence. They're both wrong. Well, we'll we'll get into that. Yeah, how's Alan Bridge holding, Alan Parr's bridge holding up? Yeah, well, we'll get into that, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, so very interesting, huh? Very interesting. All right, well, he says something else that I found interesting, and let's play that. People have all this grace for these people and all these excuses for, oh, well, you know, this happens, we fall short. But when it's me, right, I, can't, I said, look, I was wrong about the Trump thing. All right, that's it. I was wrong, yeah. so, but the same people don't have the same grace for me. When it's it's wolf, when we don't like you, it's grace when it's somebody that comes from our denominational camp or somebody that we like. So, Marcus Rogers finally admits he was wrong. You, you, I don't know if you remember when it first came out that the Trump prophecy was false, right? Because Marcus Rogers said that Trump would win the presidency. He, matter of fact, he said, God told him this. Y'all remember that? Then he comes out and says, I never told, I never said God told me. I said, I feel like, <laughs> right? I feel like he would win. That's not w- actually what he said, but he said God told him, but he denied saying it. Now he's finally kind of admitting, I was wrong about the Trump prophecy. Well, biblically speaking, Marcus Rogers if you are wrong about the Trump prophecy, you admit to being a false teacher. If you are wrong about the Trump prophecy, you are therefore a false teacher. Uh, Deuteronomy talks about if a prophet comes to you and he's wrong about what he said, God did not send that person. And matter of fact, you should not fear that person. Matter of fact, I had it pulled up here. Uh, let's see. Yes, Deuteronomy 18, 20 through 22, he says, But the prophet who presumes to speak a word in my name that I have not commanded him to speak, or he speaks in the name of other gods, that same prophet shall die. So <laughs> Marcus Rogers should be glad we're not living under the old covenant. And if you say in heart, am I, if you say in your heart, how may we know that the Lord has not spoken? In, in God wise, you want to know if God's given in that, that person? Here you go. When a prophet speaks in the name of the Lord, if the word does not come to pass or come true, that is a word that the Lord has not spoken. The prophet has spoken it presumptuously, meaning it's coming from themselves. And God says, you need not be afraid of him. That is the word of the Lord that says this. Not me. Right. Not me. That is uh, speaking of Marcus Rogers. Right. Right. That um, Marcus Rogers was not given this word by God. We should not fear him. And like I said, if we were under the old covenant, matter of fact, he would be put to death. <sighs> anyways, anyways. So, yeah, he was totally wrong about the false, the, the, the Trump thing. Right. 
you should have kept Bruce Lame name out of this because all you're talking about is Marcus. I've literally, literally talked about Ruslan too, and we're gonna and we're just getting started. We're 15 minutes in. Come on, I disagree with some uh, things uh, Ruslan did in this video. Let me share. Let me share what I disagree with Ruslan on. And Ruslan knows this isn't this isn't new, right? Uh, I I believe. Marcus Rogers is a false teacher, false prophet uh, for denying the Trinity, for presenting works-based salvation, uh, um, false false prophecies, right? That would categorically make Marcus Rogers a false teacher. Now, when pressed on the issue, Ruslan folded a bit. He was not as bold. He was not as firm, right? He firmed him as a brother or, you know, it's he, he firmed him as a brother. We just should... To, to be fair to Ruslan, he, he affirmed him as a brother, but said, um, you know, I just think people should stay away from your content. I can't recommend you. But I don't know how you can be a brother and preach, promote heretical things. Um, that's, that's just very interesting. Uh, maybe one day me and uh, Ruslan will have a conversation about that if he's interested. But nevertheless... He was right as, as far as saying his his doc, doctrine is problematic. I just don't think he went far far enough. Um, in my opinion, he was a little soft. And, he, and Marcus Rogers admit, and, uh, sorry, Ruslan admitted that some people characterize him as being too soft on people like Marcus Rogers, and and that, that I would be one of those people. <laughs> uh, but nevertheless, I I do think he I do think he asked some good questions in this dialogue, and we're gonna get it. This next, like I said, this video may be a little lengthy. So he did not call him a brother. He he did. He actually did. Um, matter of fact, I already played one section in the comment where he does call him a brother. Matter of fact, let me see if I have that. Now, if we're going to back up, Marcus, my brother, you were a active Christian. Sounds like he called him my brother. <laughs> this is not something I'm making up. He calls Marcus Rogers my brother. Um, you know, so. Why don't you take us? Hey guys, let's take a little, you know, halftime break. Take a sip of your Waterloo, your cold beverage, non-alcoholic, of course. You know, we don't want to make anybody stumble. And just relax, right? We're gonna, <clears throat> we're gonna, um, <laughs> but no, this part. So the next part I'm gonna play is a section where they get into the Trinity. They get into the Trinity. Guys, there's 164 people watching, 170, 53 likes. Get those likes up, man. I mean, hold on, man. Yo, yo. yo. Get those likes up, man. And let's, let's, let's. No, nah, bro, that's different. I mean, first you said he didn't call him brother. Now you're saying it's different when he calls him brother. Which one is it? Which one is it? Is he, he didn't call him brother or he did, but it's different. Like I said, I, I don't think he was referring to brother in a humanity because Marcus Rogers is going to press him in a little bit on if he thinks he's a Christian and Mark and uh, Ruslan is going to say, I think so. I just think people should avoid your content because you have problematic doctors. I'm, I'm not misrepresenting Ruslan. <laughs> I, that's, I, that's, that's not what I want to do. Right. That's not what I want to do. So let's, this this uh the next three videos I will play will be lengthier parts of the dialogue. This section they get into um uh the Trinity, uh the nature of God. 
And this is, I actually like some of the questions that Ruslan asked. Now, um, I get it. Ruslan was trying to, to work out some other things about him calling him fake and all this. So that's where he really wanted to go. But I thought Ruslan asked some decent questions. And like I said, I want to give credit where credit's due. Like I said, I may not agree with everything, but I thought he asked some good questions. And it shows how Marcus Rogers is willing to change his theology. I'm going to demonstrate that. I'm going to demonstrate that, but let's let's play this. You know what I'm saying? And then I noticed, like, on YouTube a couple of times, Ruth Lon will say one thing in the phone, and I'll see these comments, you know, heretic, this. Well, when I came on the live, why not just call me a heretic? Right? Oh, I go I, to I this guy's Instagram. When, when, did, when did Ruth Lon call you a heretic? There's some, some video, some YouTube dude, he was in the comments uh, saying something. It, like, the energy is different in the comment section than it is to my face. Hold on. Are you saying I said that? So let me just let's put it this way. Ruslan, am I a heretic or am I a brother in Christ? Okay, so let's I like this part because Marcus Rogers is very direct. Okay, let's let's it's like let's solve all this right now. Am I a heretic or something, you know? What what have been my answer? I would have said this. Yes, you are a heretic. You are a false teacher, Marcus Rogers. And we can get into the reasons why, but let, let's hear Ruslan's answer. I think you have some problematic teachings about Jesus and the Holy Spirit. This is what I'm talking about. This fake. So this is what I'm talking. Now, I would have actually answered uh, Marcus Rogers' question directly. Um, Ruslan eventually does answer the question. I'd be like, "Yeah, you're a heretic. You're a false teacher." I mean, no, no. I've been saying that, (laughs) you know. So I'm not going to shy up if I got on the cam with you. But this is what. This is what I'm talking about. That's fake. It's a yes or no question, but you don't want, you don't want to answer because you know, you're going to, to be fair, it, well, to be fair, there could be an, an incident where someone's like, well, I actually don't know, but Marcus, we do know your, we do know your content. So I would say no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got you. If Marcus is Marcus, a, a Christian boy, ain't no way, boy, boy, ain't no way, boy, ain't no way, boy, ain't no way. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. Let me answer the question. I'll answer the question. I think, do you believe Jesus is eternal? Do you believe the Holy Spirit is yes. eternal? Yes or no? Yes. You believe Jesus yes. and the Holy Spirit? Okay. You, I've you believe told in the you guys Trinity? that many times. No. Uh, okay. Now, in this, in this uh, statement, um, Marcus says he believes the Father and the Son, I'm going to assume the, the Spirit is eternal. Um. Marcus, I don't think he's as uh, truth as forth for as forth for with that because he has said in other videos Jesus is a thought in the Father's mind. Now, um, being a thought in someone's mind is not the same as being eternal. If that's the case, everyone's eternal because we all existed in God's thought. He knew we would come about. But we're going to get into some why this is not true, why he really does not believe this in a second. Do you believe no, that the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost Go back to my video of Steve Van Cars from like six years ago, and okay. I told him Jesus Marcus, is I don't eternal. Watch, I don't watch your that's videos, my, my that's guy. my problem with you guys. You misconstrued okay. the things that I said. I said from the beginning, the Lamb that was slain before the foundation that has never changed. You can go fact check it right now. Okay. He redefines what it means to be eternal. Because th- there's a video I covered where he says, "Yeah, Jesus is eternal. He always existed as a thought in the Father's mind." Well, that's not what it means to be eternal. Um. 
right? That's not what it means to be eternal. Um, an eternal thought? No. When we say eternal, does the son have conscious? Is he conscious? Is he aware prior to the incarnation? See, we're going to get into why modalism doesn't hold to this. Now, he doesn't like the labels of modalism. Okay. But that's actually what he's teaching and subscribing to. But we'll, we'll, I want there's something I want to uh, bring up. Uh, I, I want him to say before I bring it up. I've always said that Jesus is God. Jesus is eternal. I've mm-hmm. always said that. So, Marcus, don't you think it's fair that Ruslan doesn't want to call you a heretic and he doesn't also want to call you an anointed preacher? Because when he asks you a line of questioning, we don't get a fully direct response on the three core issues of the faith. What's, so, what's the three so, core so, issues? So, I'll, give you, so, I'll give you a direct response right now so, if you guys let me talk. No, so so my point is, my, my point is, do you think it's fair to not speak on someone's salvation? So it's hard, like, why why would you want Ruslan to sit here and t- call you a heretic? I don't think that's fair to you. You know what I'm saying? So so my thing is, like, it's it's not always about uh, picking a side, and if you don't, you're fake. It's about nuance. And so when Ruslan's making a video about It is about picking about a side, because the Bible says you either hot or cold. Now, he, he actually misuses that verse there, and uh, Ruslan later says he that, that verse is not— Hot and cold aren't a description of Christian and non-Christian. Hot and cold are talking, are speaking of uh, beneficial use. Go and read the passage of uh, Revelation, speaking to the Laodicean church. Uh, it's a bad thing to be lukewarm. It's a good thing to be hot or cold. Many people have used that passage. Well, I, I just want to be hot for the Lord. I don't want to be cold. That's not what it's talking about. <laughs> okay. That's what the Bible says. There is no in between. Marcus, you've had no, the floor no, let me, because, for, because the, the Bible, the Bible says you, if you have the spirit of God, let me, let me give you Marcus. this example and I'll be quiet. This dude came and he slandered me who was a Christian, right? He okay. said, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to expose him. I got all these women and stuff like that. And I asked him, I said, with the Holy Spirit as a witness, do you believe what these women are saying is true? And it was not true, right? It's, it's- now there's a uh, famous video out there uh, where you can easily find about the catfishing of marcus rogers and and you you know i i've shared my thoughts with this with some people i I, yeah i I do think some women were catfished um that's why i stick on the doctrinal issues because it's easier to prove that uh it's easier to demonstrate marcus rogers in error there than it is to prove um, of something i have no idea about now the lord knows and that's hey that's okay i don't need to know but you have made your teaching public, and that clearly contradicts the Bible. So whether you've, you know, done anything with these women to me is irrelevant. I mean, I, I've never made that a big issue. But there are particularly people who like to stick to more personal issues, and that's their prerogative. No in between with God. You're either in or out. Either you believe that I am a wolf, or you believe that I'm a brother in Christ. But and Marcus, it's, it's the-, the same thing. It's the same thing. It's the politically correct thing. To stand in the middle because there is no in between with God. Yeah. Do you believe so, that so I'm he, going to heaven? If I die right now, Ruslan, do you believe I'm going to heaven, or do you do you believe I'm bro, going to hell? That's so unfair. And this I is my, this, this is my point. This is my point. <laughs> you can't speak on someone else's eternity. Where in the Bible does it say it is black and white when you're speaking? Here, I, I, like I said, I, I'm definitely trying to be more fair to uh, Ruslan, but I don't how I don't hear how he can say okay he contradicts uh, Christian orthodoxy. Right? He's going to say that later. He's going to contradict, he, uh, you know, Mark Ruslan says Marcus Rogers contradicts uh, Christian orthodoxy. But then in the same breath says, well, I can't I can't say you're not a Christian. I, I think those are two contradictory statements. If he contradicts 
Christian orthodoxy, he denies what you believe is central to the Christian faith, Ruslan, then I think the ultimate conclusion would have to lead you to say, well, yeah, Marcus Rogers is a heretic and a false teacher. Uh, one thing I'm going to constantly demonstrate or show in this video is that consequence or idea A can lead to a consequence of B, right? If I say, you know, something, there's also, uh, uh, what do you call, uh, conclusions that follow. If I say Jesus is the only way to be saved, then the conclusion is Muhammad cannot save you. I don't have to say Muhammad can't save you because I've already already said Jesus is the only way. Now, Marcus Rogers doesn't recognize a lot of the conclusions that follow from his statements. And he says, well, I never said it exactly. Well, there's conclusions that follow from certain things you say. We're going to get into that. But keep that in your mind, guys. Keep that in your frame of reference. For when I bring it up, okay? About someone else's eternity, especially if they're a worship gospel singer. So, so this—that's that's my whole point. So, you guys are saying there's no way to tell who's a real Christian and who isn't. No, I'm not saying there's there's no way to tell. Marcus, you got to stop conflating, bro. Now, can I speak? You've had the floor for I I believe about seven or eight minutes. Can I speak now? All right, go ahead. Okay, I think you have problematic teachings. Specifically, Mm -hmm. the most obvious is you believe Christians who are born again, have to speak in tongues. You have Actually, Ruslan, it's a lot worse. Marcus Rogers says, you must speak in tongues to be saved. Matter of fact, it's even worse. You must speak in tongues and you must get baptized to be saved. It's even worse. You must speak in tongues, you must get baptized, and you must do all these other works to be saved. But it's even worse. You must speak in tongues, you must get baptized, you must do all these other works, and you must affirm Marcus Rogers to be saved. You guys think I'm making that up? I've done videos where Marcus Rogers has clearly, as I'm speaking, said, if you do not affirm him, if you do not believe he's of God, then you don't have the spirit yourself. This is not something I'm making up. You can go watch these videos. I've documented this because Marcus Rogers always deletes these things. He deletes these videos. He'll make a controversial video and right after he'll delete it. Absolutely, Jewel. Prophesying falsely is a sure is a prophesying falsely is a pretty surefire way to know you're not a Christian. Absolutely. Yeah, his work salvation. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yes, Marcus Rogers, you are not a Christian. You a you're a false teacher, but you know what? This is what I tell you. A lot of these Christians is ducking the smoke. I want all the smoke. I'm willing to defend that. When it comes to you, I'm the one who's, who's made the request. Hey, let's let's uh, I'll fly my my myself to Chicago. I'll spend my money to to get the venue. If you want a little something for, you know, your time, you, you know, we can figure out getting you paid too. I'll I will spend all that for us to have a conversation on things like the Trinity. So conversation with Alan about that. I believe Christian can, can speak in tongues. I've spoken in tongues. I believe in the gifts of the Spirit. I've spoken about this at length. I think you you are in serious error by believing Christians are not fully filled with the Holy Ghost if they don't speak in tongues. I've said this to you privately. I've said this to you publicly. I think you're in grave error on that. Regarding the Trinity, we've had this conversation. I, we've had a lot of this conversation. You, you, you aren't very clear, and this has been some of my pushback to the discernment ministries that have made videos about you. Guys, you aren't being clear. You have to show and prove that he's a modalist because 
he's he he kind of goes back and forth seemingly i don't know people are in the chat right now saying yo you don't believe that jesus is co-eternal you just said the opposite you said jesus yes marcus rogers is not very clear not only is he clear he's contradictory marcus rogers has made videos about god splicing him up in three persons almost tritheistically marcus rogers has made statements saying that jesus that the father was the only person in heaven prior to creation let, let, let me share something um uh, let's see let me try to find this video because i i'm not going to play the video but i'm going to show uh where he's talking about in one of my clips i made um where he's saying hey it was it was only the father in heaven there was no one else you know he's made videos it was only the father in heaven um no one else uh, let's see if I could. I may not be able to find it. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna be able to find it. Uh, find that particular section, but that's all right. I know. I know for a fact he said that. So, Marcus Rogers has pre presented contradictory views of the Godhead himself. Fifteen hundred miles wide, long and wide. That God splices them up himself up and becomes. The God of wrath, a distinct per it's so, so much confusion about what he teaches about the nature of God. This is why I say it's actually very dangerous to him be <laughs> doing a seminary, uh, starting a Bible school, whatever. So it, he'll say things like Jesus is eternal, but then he'll explain what the eternality means is, oh, it, it, he just existed in the father's mind. That's not eternal. So you can say all you want uh, that you're you're not, you know, saying Jesus is the eternal. But your your description of eternality does not have the son existing prior to the incarnation. Yeah, Marcus Rogers, Jesus was a thought. The son is less than the father, you know, ontologically speaking. That's right. You know, in his being, in his essence, you know, me and um. Uh, by the way, uh, guys, you definitely want to subscribe to Caldwell Apologetics. We did a video, you can look on my channel, two-hour video where we go over the doctrine of the Trinity and we touch on each person of the Godhead. I don't think if you listen to what we're saying and deal with what we're saying, you could deny the Trinity. Marcus Rogers does not affirm the Trinity. He affirms modalism. He wants to deny he's a oneness. He doesn't want the label, right? It's a PR move. He don't want the label of being called a modalist or a Unitarian or a oneness, but that's actually what he is, right? Is co-eternal. You said the Holy Spirit is co-eternal. I don't know what your exact positions are on some of this stuff because it seems like you flip-flop. For my van, that's a fact. Ruslan is right. That's a fact. Marcus Rogers does flip-flop a lot on these issues. He does. Anybody can see it. Anybody can see it. Like I said, he he go and watch. Hold on. Let me uh, pull this video up. <laughs> I will show you one. I'm not going to play it, but I'll show you this video. Oh, uh, dude, you, you guys remember when he was in that in, in his room before he got all the, the hookups and setups? <laughs> uh, and him and uh, his buddy. Let's see this. Marcus Rogers explains God in a new heretical way. You have to watch that video. If you have not watched that video. 
Watch that video and you'll see Marcus Rogers and him and his friend explaining God in a way you've never heard before. And I don't mean that in a helpful way. I mean, they I mean, literally said God was fifteen hundred miles high and wide. At least matter of fact, I went and listened to a clip of it today, at least that long, at least that big. Um, and there's a part one and part two of this, by the way. So if you watch the first, please watch the second. Um, point. So, so Marcus Rogers has has made some bizarre statements about the nature of God, some contradictory statements. And one minute he sounds like a tritheist and the one minute next moment he's sounding like a Unitarian. He's literally made these contradictory views in the same video. And I've documented the, the numerous contradictions. Like I said, I know his I know his fanboys get a little heated when I do critiques of him. Right. Because, right. You can't say anything bad about Marcus Rogers. Right. God's anointed child, apparently. Um, but yeah. I'm not going to jump out the window and call you a heretic because I actually don't know what your position is. And that would be brutal. Yeah. Are you a modalist? I don't know. Do, you probably would but say see, no. But see, right? how you're, see how you're trying to define me or something? My, if you go, if, like I said, if you go I, back. I don't know. I'm not trying remember, to define you. you. Steve, I don't you know. Remember, you remember, said everything's black and white. I don't know, Marcus. Is, are you a modalist? It is, it is, it is black are, and white. Okay. Unless are you, you start a modalist? Adding, yes unless, or no? Unless you're starting adding words to the Bible. Where is the word modalist in the Bible? Okay. Where is the word Trinity Pentecostal so, so, in the so, Bible? So, so listen, so listen, maybe, maybe this will clear up some. So Marcus Rogers doesn't want to affirm words that aren't found in the Bible, but he'll call you gummy bear Christianity. That ain't the Bible. You know, you want to know something funny? He's wearing a shirt. Biblical warning. Biblical is not found in the Bible. Bible is not found in the Bible. Everyone has descriptive words that are not found in the Bible. The question is, is the concept found in scripture? We all recognize that Trinity, the word is not found in the Bible, but we're arguing the concept is. I've done videos on this. Again, I've referenced the video with Caldwell Apologetics. We've done a video on the Trinity where we lay out the case for the concept of the Trinity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see you, sis. Uh, sometimes you just want to ask Marcus Rogers. Wait a minute. Who are you? You know, this is arguing in a very extreme fundamentalistic way. Well, if it's not in the Bible, if the word isn't found in the Bible, we can't believe it. So guess what? God is not omniscient, apparently, because guess what? The word is not found in the Bible. Omnipotent is not found in the Bible. Guess what? Matter of fact, Bible's not found in the Bible. So I, I'm going to I'm going to uh, not believe in the Bible because the word Bible's not. See, this is that's that argument flies back in your face. And guess what? Watch this because it's about to. Ruslan does a good job here. Uh, Ruslan does a great job showing him that, Marcus, you're not consistent by this. You're not, you're not, you're not consistent with that. Like, what do you mean by that? Wait, what do you mean is not found in the Bible? You don't believe it. Let's, let, let's check it out. In a, in a discernment community, Marcus Rogers, do you believe Jesus is God, co-eternal, Holy Spirit is co-eternal there yes, from before yes, the creation story? You believe that? Yes, so you're sir. Affirming I'm that. Orthodox you no, now, I'm, he does not affirm this. I don't think he actually listened to the question because if he did... <laughs> He would have to say he believed in the Trinity. That's why Ruslan's going to be like, wait, what? I'm confused. Then how do you deny the Trinity? Right? Um, because Ruslan was very clear in his question. Do you believe the son is co-eternal with the father and the spirit? 
Marcus Rogers, he ain't even listening. All he hear is, do you believe the father and the son were there? He doesn't even hear the question. Because if he, if he does affirm what was just said, he denied modalism. You know, his background, his one is Pentecostal background. Therefore, he has to abandon the whole Jesus was a thought in the father's mind. He has to abandon all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dear old Christians, he was agreeing before he even asked the question. But, but Ruslan is going to kind of ask it again. So no, 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 I don't want to hear what you said. So I just, I'm, just, I'm trying to get clarity. So you're affirming. You should care because you guys make videos that are I misrepresenting what I believe about your Trinity position. I have never made a video about your Trinity position. To be clear, you believe, Marcus, that in the Trinity position, in the Trinitarian triune God. What yes is, or no? Do you believe in the Trinitarian I believe, I see, triune the God? Yes now, or no? Can I, can I explain? Can I no, explain? No, 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 no. Marcus, it's yes, hot or cold, explain. bro. It's yes or no. Yeah, it is hot or cold, according to the Bible. So he uses his own standard against them, which, which was kind of funny. Trinity is nowhere to be found in the Bible. Okay. No, Jesus so somebody, no, who's on? Let me finish. Let me finish. I'll be quick. Beginning. Okay. I'll be, I'll be quick. I'll be quick. Okay. Thank you. Some guy, somebody like you or me read the Bible and they looked at the Godhead, which is the biblical term, which I believe in the Godhead. And they said, hmm. I'm going to call this Trinity. Other people said, I'm going to call it oneness. Neither one of those, neither one of those words are in the Bible. According to the Bible, the only thing you have to do to be saved is to be born again. You don't have to believe in, in oneness, Trinity, Pentecostal, apostolic. The only thing you have to do to be saved is to be born again. So my, you know, Marcus Rogers continually says that, but what he's saying is your view of God doesn't matter. So according to Marcus, as long as you believe, you know, you, you know, you're born again, then who cares if you're a polytheist? Right. I mean, after all, you know, who cares if you believe in many gods? Right. I mean, that's not the view of God isn't, you know, matter if you're saved or not. Right. So you could be a polytheist, according to Marcus Rogers. There's only one thing you need to believe. Well, two things, you know, you need to believe Marcus Rogers of God. He forgot to forgot to mention that one, <laughs> but you need to be born again. So. If Marcus Rogers was consistent, he would have to say Mormons can be Christians. See, but he's not actually consistent with what he says he believes, you know, because I've heard him say Mormons aren't Christians, which I obviously would agree. But he has no right to say that, given what he just said. You see, ideas have consequences. Remember I said that ideas have consequences. Right. And if you do. If you say one thing, there's a consequence to that idea, right? Marcus Rogers is not epistemically aware. Big, big $2 word borrowed from men like Caldwell Apologetics, right? But what is epistemically aware? He is not aware of his own positioning. He's not aware of his knowledge claims. So that's why he will say one thing and then turn around two minutes later and deny it or contradict it stance on everything is why are why like it's like we're in a gang do you believe in the trinity and if you don't then you're not saved are you a heretic are you are the same from the other side do you believe in oneness i know you know let, let, me, let me just say this i've met people who believe in the trinity who believe in the doctrine of the trinity they just don't want to use the word and to that i say all right that's fine just you know you're going to ex have to explain uh for, for an hour or two, instead of a quick, piffy statement. Uh, you know, I, I like theological terms because they, they're a quick category if you know that what that word means, right? 
I am an inspirationist. I am an imputationist. If you know what those words mean, I just describe my position on those things, right? Real quick. Instead of having to give you a 45 minute sermon for each of those positions to describe what I mean. I love, I love biblical. I love theological terminology. Right? I, I love it because it's helpful. I believe God is omniscient. I believe God is omnipresent, omnibenevolent. Now, if you know what those categories and terminology means, you're like, oh, me and him are on par. Right? Me and him are, we're speaking the same language. Right? You know who I find that doesn't like theological categories often? False teachers. Because they want to use biblical words, but they don't mean the same thing as what the Bible's teaching. This is very clear in case with Mormons. Sometimes you'll be talking to a Mormon. They'll be like, yeah, we believe in the re resurrection of all men. And you're like, okay, we're, we're talking about the same thing. Until you find out what they mean by resurrection is them becoming another God and getting their own planet. See, this is why we have to define our terminology. Define what we mean. Oh, grace and peace, Miss Titus 2 in the building. By the way, subscribe to Miss Titus 2 does great content. We have to define our, our categories, our, what we mean when we say God. Because the world has a view of God, right? He's the, he's the God of no wrath, God of, you know, all love. We have to define what we mean by these things. So, yeah, even when they say Jesus, the world believes in Jesus. For some, it's the guy who comes and mows their lawn, right? I mean, we have to define it biblically when we talk about Jesus, right? Because some people have a so-called Jesus. And we, we, can't be, we can't be afraid to define uh, what the Bible teaches. Because Marcus Rogers seems to think, well, if I just read a Bible verse, if I just read the Bible verse, I, I showed you what I meant. <laughs> you have to exegete the text. But anyways, that's a, another discussion. People from both sides that I know have the spirit of God and they're saved and they love the Lord. That is my issue with the whole thing. I believe in unity. There are real okay. wolves out there, and I believe it's religious, and I believe that we have to change that because the fact of it is some man decided, I'm going to call this Trinity, and it got momentum. Okay. And now we run around, bro, do you believe in the Trinity? But it's nowhere to be found in the Bible, so that's okay. religious. I understand. I understand what you're saying. So let me ask you a question. Is the word omnipotent in the Bible? Yes, sir, right? No, it's not. <laughs> Marcus, it's not in the Bible. You will search the scriptures and never find the word omnipotent there. But you will be a fool to deny that God is all powerful. Right? You would be a fool. And, 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 and Marcus schools him right. I'm sorry. Ruslan schools him right here. Let's, let's just keep it talking. No, omnipotent is not in the Bible. He's, omni, the he's word, omnipresent. Okay, is, is, that's is not the, in the Bible. Is, 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 so that word is not in the Bible, but we would acknowledge that that is a word to use to describe God. Fair? Yes, sir. Okay. Whoa, whoa, wait a second, Marcus. You cannot use the words not found in the Bible. Didn't that, isn't that just what Marcus said? Isn't, isn't that what he just said? Hold on. Let me play St. Westbrook. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? What are you, how are you going to say... How are you going to say you can't use words found in the Bible and then you say, well, we can use omnipotence. See, now you're picking and choosing. Now you're picking and choosing because you clearly deny the Trinity doctrine while you affirm God being omnipotent.
<laughs> he is not consistent. Remember I said ideas have consequences? Right? Can Hold on a second. Let, let me play my... <laughs> this is... What do I tell you all the time? Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. You know? Just it's it's frustrating, right? It's frustrating because it's clear it's a clear contradiction. The Trinity is not in the Bible, but we all acknowledge that it is a word used to describe the Godhead. Right, and some people use oneness, and some people use oneness. Well, again, oneness don't believe that Jesus was eternal. They don't believe the Holy Spirit. Yes, they do, bro. That see, Marcus Rogers has no clue what he's talking about. He says, uh, "Ruslan was right." Oneness do not believe in the eternality of the sun. Let me uh let me read something here. Let me read something here. And this is from karm.org on their modalist position. Modalism is probably the most common theological error concerning the nature of God. It is a denial of the Trinity. Modalism uh, states that God is a single person who throughout biblical history has revealed himself in three modes or forms. You have maybe heard people say manifestation, manifestations of God, right? That is, that is a, a oneness modalism language, right? Uh, continue on. Thus, God is a single person, right? They deny the triunity of the Godhead who first manifested himself in the mode of the father in Old Testament times. At the incarnation, the mode was the son. So the father switched modes, so to speak. He, 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 he manifested into the son. The son was not eternal. The son only existed at the incarnation. Right? Because in, the, in modalism, you cannot have the father, son, and spirit simultaneously. You can't. There's only one mode. Continuing on. At the incarnation, the mode was the Son, and after Jesus' ascension, the mode is the Holy Spirit. These modes are consecutive and never simultaneously. In other words, the view states the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit never all exist at the same time, only one after another. Modalism denies the distinctiveness of the three persons in the Trinity, even though it retains the divinity of Christ. Present day groups that hold to this form of error are the United Pentecostals, United Apostolic Churches. They deny the Trinity, teach that the name of God is Jesus and require baptism for salvation. Ah, all three things Marcus Rogers teach. What do you think his background is in? <laughs> Pentecostalism? You'd be right. These modalist churches often accuse Trinitarians of teaching three gods. That's not what the Trinity is. And so, yes. So, yeah, this is the Marcus Rogers, his background and where he comes from. Right. So he says, no, oneness don't deny this. Hold on. Let's continue on with this uh, video. Where do you get that from? Right. And some people use oneness and some people use oneness. Well, again, oneness don't believe that Jesus was eternal. Susie says, I know plenty of Pentecostals that believe in the Trinity. Yes, there are Pentecostals who believe in the Trinity. So so let me let me back up. I'm not saying all Pentecostals deny the Trinity, but it is a common position in Pentecostalism that do deny the Trinity and especially apostolic churches. So I'm not saying that's a but there are many 
Pentecostal churches that do. Um, so, so, so sorry about that confusion if, if that was the case. Don't believe the Holy yes, Spirit they do, eternal. bro. Where do you get that? From? Hold on, let me let me go back. Let me go back. Some Church people use oneness, you, and some Church, people no, use what, oneness. What, well, again, oneness don't believe that Jesus was eternal. They don't. That is that is true. You cannot have if what I read was true. That is the oneness position. They do not believe uh, the Father, Son, and Spirit existing simultaneously. Then you cannot have Jesus being eternal. This is why Marcus Rogers has constantly said the the son existed as a thought in the father's mind. So. The yes, Spirit they do, eternal. bro. Where do you get that from? I can okay, bring for, I can for, bring a whole bunch modalist, of them on and they'll tell you. From ex-modalist, from ex-modalist, from X1. Now, if you bring a modalist on. I would. If they don't believe in what I just read, they're not a modalist. They're not a Unitarian. Well, to be fair, there are different kinds of Unitarians. Um, so, but yeah, a, a, a modalist will not affirm the distinctiveness of the personhood in the Godhead. They don't believe the Father is distinct from the Son. They believe the Father is the Son. And he, he manifests different modes, different periods, right? And the incarnation, the Father became the Son. Now, I deny all that silliness. Because one clear example of this, and I've never had a good response to this, is Jesus' baptism. There you see all three members present, distinct from one another, right? You see the sons coming out of the water, getting baptized, the, the father speaking from heaven. Then you have the spirit descending on Jesus like a dove, not, not a dove, but like a dove, right? That cannot happen in modalistic circles. So whenever a text doesn't fit Marcus Rogers' view, he kind of comes up with this tritheistic example. I, that's why you gotta, got, you gotta, you guys gotta go watch that video, the most heretical explanation of God I've ever heard, or something like that. Right? Hold on, let me go see how Marcus Rogers explains God in a new heretical way. You gotta go watch that video, the most amazing. And by the way, that video is gone. He's deleted it. He has deleted that video because it is insane. No, say, that's that's my problem. Okay. You guys try to put people in this box. I can bring. I can I'm not bring trying right to put now. anybody in any box, Marcus. You, you I'm trying keep to get labeling modalists. That's religious okay. talk. I'm Either asking. they have the spirit of God or they don't. When did okay. Paul ever call anybody a modalist? When did Paul ever call anybody a trinitarian? This is what you call anachronism, <laughs> because English did not exist yet. So of course, he didn't call anyone a modalist or a trinitarian. English did not exist yet. Secondly, those words didn't exist yet. So that, that, that's absurd. The, the point we're arguing as Trinitarians is the concept existed. I don't care if you call yourself a Trinitarian. But you need to believe in the concept. You, you, you don't have to use these words as long as you believe in the concept. Absolutely. Considering Marcus Rogers' overemphasis of water baptism, amazing how he missed that Trinitarian work. Absolutely. Pentecostal. Baptist. That's not biblical. That's man-made religion one is, one is to put people in the box. Bro, what you one said was a false doctrine. statement. What you said was a Wait, false statement. One is people do believe that Jesus is eternal. I don't know where you... They don't. They do not. They cannot. They cannot. Remember, in, in, in modalism, uh, 
in modalism, you, you don't have the son always existing. The father shifted modes. You don't you don't you don't have that in classic modalism. And and there's going to be like if you here's my here's where I think if if you don't affirm the Trinity at some point, some biblical doctrine falls off the wheels, whether, you know, you end up in some era called Arianism, right, where Jesus is not fully God with the father. He's not uh, equal with the father, which I don't think Marcus Rogers affirms or you have to deny the distinctiveness of each person. So get that from but i don't subscribe to either side i don't allow words that are not in the bible to so you define don't, me so, so you don't embrace the trinity you don't embrace the trinitarian historical position. i don't embrace the word trinity because it's not in the bible i'm <laughs> but you just affirmed omnipotent even though it's not found in the bible total contradiction total contradiction but you don't you don't you've made videos denying the trinity i mean what why not just say you don't affirm the trinity i i i, I think it's a pr issue but Marcus Rogers does not affirm the Trinity. Now he's trying to be a little conniving and manipulative about it. You know, he, he accused Ruslan of politicking a minute ago. Now he's politicking. It's the Godhead, the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. I believe those three are one. I believe that they have different functions. I don't have to say I believe in the it word Trinity because nowhere in the this Bible, does, nowhere in the Bible does it say I have okay. to say the word Trinity. Okay. Nowhere. Okay. The okay, only so requirement to be saved is to be born again. And so, yes, uh, they go on to something else, which we're, we're, we're not done, y'all. We're not done. We got to we got to work through some of this. Like I said, that's just the Trinitarian stuff. So they move on to the tongues issue. And a lot of this I'm actually going to play, uh, but they move on to the tongues issue. So let's get into that. I, I, Marcus, to be clear, here's where I'm at. And, and, and I would I would put you I have a recommended category and I have a false teacher category. And then me, me and Alan just talked about this. And then there's a not recommended category. So I would not recommend people listen to your videos. I would not recommend people go to your church because of, I, I, like I said, I think that's not sufficient. I, I think there's, I think he is in the category of heretical, right? He is a false teacher. I, I don't think he's just not recommendable. He's false teacher. Uh, where can I find that whole video? Well, now it's unlisted. <laughs> it's unlisted. So, so yeah, um, I will say that. Um, as so clear as technology. So because you I said, don't, because you said my, you, let me ask you this real quick. You said, okay, you have an issue with tongues, right? So what, what is so but dangerous about me telling Christian. people? No, but I'm saying, what is so dangerous about me telling people, hey, everybody who wants to can speak in tongues. Let, let's say that's my argument. But that's not your argument. Your your argument goes a lot further than saying people should speak in tongues or if you want to speak in tongues, you can. Now, I have a nuanced view on speaking in tongues, but I have friends of mine who are charismatic. And I'm, I'm not saying they're not Christian because they believe in a lot of the I, I let, let me I believe in a lot of modern day tongues are made up. You know, the coming in a Honda, right? Scooby Doo, Shaggy Doo, all that. That's not biblical tongues. Uh but let's say someone did hold to that. Uh, yeah, but like, hey, man, you know, they're just confused on what the Bible teaches. They're not a false teacher. I know fr I have friends of mine who do that stuff. But Marcus Rogers says something else. Marcus Rogers says. You must speak in tongues to be saved. That's a whole nother argument than saying, you know, you can have tongues if you want it. That's a whole nother argument. 
but Marcus Rogers reduces his uh his position when it to fit him, right? He reduces his argument. Someone can one of my uh, mods uh, block that? <laughs> oh, maybe. All right, here we go. I'll do it. Uh, there we go. Man, YouTube man is just ugh. Anyways, but but yeah, Marcus Rogers makes a a whole nother argument. It's it's a lot different than saying you should. Hey, you can speak in tongues. He says you must in order to be saved. And you know, I'm not sure. Um, where in the Bible does it say you have to believe in a concept? Where's that verse? Well, you just you just brought one up. You, the Bible is not a concept, it, or, or is a concept, but the Bible's not in the Bible. See, fun, hyper fundamentalism will have you making a, a position that you don't even hold. It's, it's just, it's just, you know. Anyways, but yeah, Marcus Rogers teaches that, so that's he he's he's actually reducing his argument because it's a lot easier to prove. Is that sending people to hell when people do speak in tongues? Or how how is that pro how is that problematic? If I if I'm not saying okay. hey you're not going to hell if you don't speak in tongues, but uh -huh. I say tongues is for everybody according uh -huh. to what I see in the Bible, right? The uh -huh. promises under you and your children. I'll pour out my spirit. And every instance in the Bible where they were filled with the Holy Ghost, they spoke in tongues. Every single instant in Acts. What is so dangerous about that? Because that's it's actually not even true. You had. Uh... The Ethiopian uh, eunuch who uh, who got saved, he didn't speak in tongues. He just got baptized. You have Cornelius who got saved. He didn't speak in tongues. So, no, that's not even true there. So, very interesting. That's a that's a position that was descriptive in Acts. That's a position that not every that anybody in church history has never held. Meaning that you can go back to the early creeds, you can go through the Reformation. This is a very modern position, literally within the last hundred and fifty years of the. Now I'm, I'm gonna let, do a lot of talking, but I, I think uh, Ruslan said a lot of things that were true. That this phenomena of speaking in tongues generally started with. Uh, uh, how do I how do I say this in a nice way not to offend anybody here if they do speak in tongues? Uh, later in history, like especially once a lot of the like cults started arising, like in a, for, uh, America. Yeah, yeah. Stephen didn't speak in tongues. Um, good word, Jalon. Um, a, a lot of like, and he explains a little of that history how a lot of this started arising. Yes, with with Azusa Street revivals and and uh, Second Great Awakenings and all all this stuff arose out of this movement there, like later eighteen hundreds. Um, but you really don't see a large emphasis in in this till then. Very ironic. Very ironic. Azusa Street revival and the and Pentecost, the, the Pentecostal movement, that no one's held this position. So I one, I think Bro. it's descriptive past. Let me finish my point. You just cut me off. Let me finish my point. You're if right. you want to go in tongues, I don't think that it's historical. You won't find any scholars that outside of like a few Unitarians and other guys that will that will, that will agree with this. That even the 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 charismatic scholar doesn't believe in this. Dr. Michael Brown, who I've invited on and had these conversations, who knows the original languages. So no, I don't think that's an orthodox position. It's a modern position. And I'm weary of anyone that holds a modern position on anything. So, no, I don't. Now, to be fair, Ruslan actually believes in the continuation of gifts. But he's just saying you can't say everyone uh, must do this because the Bible clearly teaches that not everyone will have these gifts, even if you wanted to say they continue. So and especially just saying um, 
Especially saying you must do this to be saved. I believe every Christian can have the gift of tongues or will have the gift of tongues. There's a spectrum there. You're saying you're, you're not saying people are going to hell. There's other people that do say you'll go Where's to hell if you Bible don't have the gift of tongues. Where's the Bible to back up what you're saying, though? Jude 20 says what? To pray? No, you're to, Jude 120 talks about praying in the Spirit. I don't want to go down this What is praying Marcus, in the Spirit but, but, to you? See, Marcus, see, so for being such a literalist, Marcus Rogers seems to indicate that unless you're praying in this unknown tongue, um, then then you're not praying in the spirit. Praying in the spirit, you could do that in English. You could do that in Spanish. Praying in the spirit means to pray according to God's will. Uh, so, but 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 notice, Marcus Rogers has this extreme tradition to where he's blinded. That the Bible does not actually say pray in speaking in tongues, but it says pray in the spirit. And he says, well, because he has this view that the Holy the Holy Spirit makes you speak in tongues right so very interesting praying in the spirit is praying in the spirit it could be praying in tongues it could not be praying in tongues there's a variety of ways people where's the in bible the to back it could be, that up it doesn't have to be groans it could be it could where's be groans the bible, it could be all kinds. where's I mean, the bible I just, to back I just, up what you're saying Mar marcus to be fair if if the trinity isn't in the bible so you're not using the word trinity to describe the trinity then you can't say praying in the spirit to describe tongues in that's the, a, the, in the it modern literally sense. Says that in Corinthians. If you go to Corinthians, Paul says, I pray in an unknown tongue on the God. It lived this verses where it yes, says you're praying in the spirit. Says, in the and then Paul also says, Will everyone I don't know why that stopped on me. Hold on. Hold up. Let me let me see. Hopefully that didn't Let's I, I Marcus, to be clear. Oh man, that's 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 not gonna work. But anyways, they they have this long discussion about tongues, and Marcus Rogers saying that uh, you know, every Christian needs to speak in tongues. Um. So yeah, let's let's go on to the next video about salvation. But uh, one thing I do want to say, one thing I do want to say, is that, like I said, uh, Marcus Rogers has taught, you know, if you if you if you, every Christian must speak in tongue. So the the consequence of that idea would be if you don't speak in tongues, you're not a Christian. But Marcus Rogers does not want to follow that idea. He's like, well, I, I didn't say that. Well, if you say every Christian must speak in tongues, then the, the continuation of that idea is if you don't speak in tongues, you're not Christian. There's an inverse effect that he's not willing to be consistent. But let's let's go to this next point. With how is it, how is it out of context? What's, so Christians don't have free me, will? What's Bruce in you and what's you, in me? If you walk if away so in this video, they get into some salvation issues. Can you lose your salvation, et cetera, et cetera? Christ right now, can you? No, I don't believe you can lose your let, let me uh, Let me go back so you guys hear what he said. With how, is it, how is it out of context? What's, so Christians don't have free me, will? What's Bruce in you and what's in me? If you want to walk away from Christ right now, can you? No. So Marcus Rogers asked Ruslan, if you want to walk away from Christ right now, can you? So here's uh, the answer. Oh, I don't believe you can lose your salvation. I don't believe. And amen. You cannot lose your salvation. The Bible makes that very clear. A couple texts, John 10, 28 to 29. Let me read that right quick. Uh, my sheep hear my voice starting at verse 27. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish and no one will snatch them out of my hand. Now, the common response to this verse is, well, no one else can snatch them out of your hands, but you can. But it says no one. <laughs> that includes you. Um, you are no one as well. And matter of fact, he says no, they will never perish. So if you jump out of his hands, so even if even if you could, 
jump out of his hands, it says they will never perish. But according to you, they would perish. So, again, that contradicts the text as well. It says no one will snatch them out of my hand. You know why? You know why no one can snatch them out of, my, out of uh, the father's, uh, the son's hand? Because my father who has given to them to me is greater than all. And no one is able to snatch them out of the father's hand. I am the father of one. So they, in the work of salvation, the son and the father are unified. <laughs> That's great news. That if you're saved, no one can ruin it. Not even you. 1 John 2.19 says, they went out from us. So why do people apostatize? They went out from us. But they were not of us, for if they had been of us, the believer, right, they would have continued with us. So you want to here, here is the long marking evidence of a Christian endurance. That's why I tell people, hey, man, we'll see. Give it time. We'll see. Right. Give it time. The elect, the believer, the Christian will endure to the end. But they went out that it might be claimed that they all are not of us. Great text right there. Great text. Even Romans 8. Man, if you want to be assured of the work in salvation, read Romans chapter 8. It is so good. I mean, we could literally start from verse 26 to the end of the chapter, but just for brevity's sake, I'll start at verse 37. It says, No, and all these things were more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor present things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor death, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Amen to that. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. Not even you. God will endure his people. Now, this common response to eternal security. So you just saying you can live however you want. Now, that's not what I said. <laughs> no, the person who has been radically saved, given a new heart, desires to conform to the standard of Christ. So if you see someone who has not done this, who are not, you know, they claim Christian. But they care nothing about holiness, care nothing. They have not been given the new heart. They have not been saved. It's not as if they need to do a little more works to get saved. No. It's that they have not been converted. They haven't lost their salvation. They never had it. This is the Bible's plain, clear teaching on this issue. So we'll, we'll get more into that in a second. Then, it's then not what, is the, to begin what is the point with? of putting on the whole arm of okay. God? What is the point of the Bible saying die to the flesh? If you can't lose your salvation. And, and the opposite of you can't lose your salvation is you have to gain or keep your salvation. It's not us to c- keep our salvation or to gain it. Salvation is of the Lord. That's what the Bible says. He keeps it for us. I'm so glad it's not up to me to keep my salvation. <laughs> I'm so glad. If if salvation man, if it was up for me to keep my salvation, I would I would dread going to bed. I would dread going to bed. But as Spurgeon said, God's sovereignty is the pillow I lay my head upon. When you have trusted in Christ's finished work, you can go to bed confident, knowing that God will keep you and endure you through the night. 
If you can lose your salvation, how do you know you'll be saved tomorrow? You don't. You have no assurance. You have no assurance at all. And it's works-based. It is completely works-based to say you can lose your salvation because it is up to you to keep it. Marcus Rogers asks here, well, what's the point of putting on your on the armor of God? Now, Ruslan has a good answer to this, but allow me to answer. Because God said so. <laughs> why, does this, why does there need to be some keeping my salvation motivation? The motivation is I desire to obey God. You know why? Because he's given me a new heart. Not everyone has this. It is a gift. It is the gift. It is the miracle of regeneration that he has given to his people the the heart to obey him like i said get get a little preachy get a little preachy right there but let's get it you're just good to go what is the Mm -hmm. point of dying to yourself what Uh is the point of going on a fast that if 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 if, what is the point of putting on the armor god to protect yourself Mm -hmm. if you can't be drawn away the bible says in the end there'll be a great falling away doctrines of devils and seducing spirits people who are saved let me let me me break it down to you let me break it down now, Marcus Rogers misuses that verse. The passage he's quoting is in 1 Timothy chapter 4. Let's bring that up here. 1 Timothy chapter 4. Because it says, Now the Spirit expressly says that in latter times, later times, some will depart from the faith by devoting themselves to deceitful spirits and teaching of demons through the insincerity of liars who conscience are seared. Very ironic. Very ironic, you know. Um, Wooly Doc, man, thank you for the super chat. Shout out for being able to give critiques and props when, like, when some like Ruslan Lecrae get it right. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, man, when someone's right, they're right, you know? Yeah, so let me explain this verse because, again, Marcus Rogers is not nuanced. <laughs> He's not in-depth enough to understand biblical language and meaning. So when he says some will depart from the faith, he says, oh, the faith that that person has. That's not what this passage is teaching. When the when the Bible, the Bible sometimes uses the word the faith, especially when you see the faith like that. It's often referring to the body of teaching, the Christian truths. Right. And there are how many people have you known in your life that have at one time profess the faith, right, the body and it claim to adhere to those teachings only to later fall away we've already demonstrated that no one can fall away if they have true faith this isn't talking about that this is talking about apostasy apostasy does not mean you've lost your salvation it means you are not you are you at one time adhere to it exteriorly right out right from the exterior you claim to believe in these doctrines to only now go on to reject it that's apostasy. Not that you had faith and lost it. Remember, no one can snatch us from his hands. It's not up for us to keep our salvation. Right? So that's not what this verse is teaching. So he misuses that verse. But don't worry. That's it's, uh, pretty uh, common with Marcus Rogers. Spirit. So they have free Let me break will. it down to you. Every day that you wake up, you have to die to your flesh. Let me, so here's what I would ask Marcus Rogers. Are you telling me I can ruin what Jesus Christ bought on the cross for me by my one action, by my one choice, right? I can ruin what Jesus Christ did and it'd be null in effect. 
Is that what you're saying? That little old me can destroy the work of God? Something to consider. You know how I tell y'all something to think about it. Think about if you choose not to, if you choose not to die to your flesh, you are following your flesh. Okay. And because we have free will and because God doesn't make us do anything, you can definitely make the choice to say, you know what? Life okay. has got too hard. And, and, and I'm I done. I'm thrown in the town. And this is the humanistic God or the humanistic view of God, right? That he's all about you. He doesn't make you do anything you don't want to do. Tell that to tell that to uh, Paul, <laughs> I guess. So. So Paul just wanted to be blinded, knocked off his horse. Right. Tell that to Jonah. He just wanted to be swallowed by that fish. He don't make you do anything you don't want to do. I don't recall God asking you permission to wake up this morning. God doesn't ask for your permission. You ask for his. God doesn't consult you on the divine prerogatives of his. Where are you, old man? Where were you when he created the world? He didn't ask for your permission to create. Wait a minute. Who are you? Who are you, old man, to say to God? Who are you? He, he doesn't ask for your permission. You know, you hear this, God's a gentleman. He'll never do anything you don't want him to. Yeah, I don't recall us working. Yeah, we, I guess we want to suffer. We conform to it, even when we don't want it, right? I mean, so humanistic. This is a humanistic view of God. And, and sadly, very sadly, this view is dominant in much of Christendom. Where many people have a humanistic view of God. I disagree with you because of this. Because of this. I have kids, you have kids, right? Are mm -hmm. your kids, are your kids... Now I'm going to play this section for, let Ruslan get through this part here. Your kids. Uh, let me say this. I, I think the example is a biblical example. I just wouldn't have started with an analogy first. I would have rather gone to the Bible. But nevertheless, I agree with what Ruslan's saying. No matter what, because they have you, because they're an heir to the Marcus Rogers the throne. They're the heir to whatever you're doing. They are your DNA. Correct. Yes, sir. Okay. Is there anything your kids can do to make you love them any less? No. Okay. Even if they go and bug out and wild out in the world, God forbid, I don't want that for you. I don't, I got a seven-year-old. I don't want that for my seven-year-old, right? Does that change the fact that they're still a Rogers? Does that change the fact that they're still your DNA and they're still your child? Even if they're wilding out. Because I'm going to answer your question in a second. Does that change yeah. anything? Yeah, does I that got change you. anything? No. It does not change anything. Why do we fast? Why do we live consecrated lives? Why do we avoid bad bunny? Why do we avoid all of these different things that are going on in the world? Because you're an heir to the throne. You're adopted and grafted in. Act accordingly. I love when my son is obedient to me. I love it when he's obedient to me because he wants to be obedient. Now, I, I agree with that. That's a biblical view. It's it's right. We are sons of the, of the most high. We are we have been adopted and we want to honor our king. Right. Our father. I, I, I agree. I, I would wish you would have started with the text, but I agree with that analogy. It's a, it's a biblical analogy. Not all analogies are biblical. So that's why I rather go to what the text is saying. But but nevertheless, Ruslan is right in what he said. He's he's totally right. With me. Because he, so because he understands the, that I'm a good father. Kill, and he's but there is what nothing. Is he killing there's stuff? Nothing. I don't know what's going on, but <laughs> uh, let, let's, let, maybe I could. Uh, Maybe I could find it on the uh, 
Let's see. Pause for a moment. Uh, this is live. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Don't don't worry about this part. <laughs> I'm trying to find. I'm trying to see if I can find this section because I don't know why the video is just stopping for me. I, I should have checked that before I went live. But hey, this is live on the air editing with all things theology. It's your host K Dub. We're gonna to try to find that section. Uh, matter of fact, let me share this. Share my screen with you. Hold on a second. Let me uh. Let's see if we can get this working. Do, 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 do. All right, there we go. Uh, let's see. Everywhere, and because oh. God doesn't make us. Oh, look! Look at the sovereignty of God. Look at. I, I I just clicked right on it. I clicked like right on that section. So let's uh, hold on. We're like right there. Understand that I'm a good father. But there's nothing. There's nothing that there's nothing that can that that can happen that that would make me stop being his father and there's nothing he could do to make me stop so, and Romans so you're saying this, nobody has ever backslid the in the history of christianity that's not even where's that in the bible that, that that's not even what he said that's not even what he said but but mark but uh ruslan's gonna get him right here watch this watch this part being his father and there's nothing he could do to make me stop so, and Romans so you're echoes saying nobody this, has ever backslid in the history of christianity that's not even where's why that in the bible where's the word backslid in the bible you said trinity in the bible where's the word backslid in the bible where's the word backslid in the bible he got him there hold on what, what just happened what just happened it's not hey, in the bible that, forget... okay so so he got him there. Ruslan got him. He said, where is backslid in the Bible, right? We can only use words that are not in the Bible. Okay, well, then you can't use backslidden then according to your uh, your ideology, right? Wouldn't, doesn't that make sense? Very interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> you just you just got, you. What, what is, uh, how does, uh, hold on. Oh, snap. How does uh, DJ Khaled say you just played yourself, man? Man, I don't know what's going on here. Hold on. You just played yourself, man. Okay, there we go. There we go. So, yeah, if you can't use words that aren't found in the Bible, then you can't use, you can't use, uh, uh, you know, um, backslidden. Yeah, look at Rusan's face. Yeah, like, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> he did. He did, he did get him. Gotcha. Forget I gotcha. That. He, okay. that, he that endures to the uh -huh. end shall uh -huh. be saved. If you don't endure uh -huh. to the end, you uh -huh. won't be saved. So, so, that that so, so Marcus Rogers takes that as a prescriptive view. So if you want to get saved, you got to endure to the end, even though there's verses talking about we have already been saved. Romans 5, 1. Right. We've already been justified. Salvation. He. he ref oh, my goodness. Because of his hyper funnelistic view. He, he has no no view of salvation that's also future tense. There is a future tense to salvation. There's a past, present, and future. We, we have been saved, we are being saved, and we will be saved, right? Because salvation's in, in those sense. Justification, past tense, right? Sanctification, present tense. Glorification, future tense. But he, he makes no, no distinction. It's like, well, salvation is all in the future, so no one's been saved, apparently, according to Marcus Rogers. You you, you remember back, some some ideas or ideas have consequences. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, Renew minds. That's right. 
I am saved. I'm being saved. We'll be saved. Hey, man, we speaking the same language, bro. Same language. So that means, so that means that every endure. time you sin, so that means every time you sin, you're not saved and you're going to hell? No, 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 no. That's not what I said. He okay. who endorsed it and you can decide, I'm not going to endure no more. I'm not living for Christ. I'm going back to the world what if, because okay. you give into your so, flesh. So, so, so if you give into your flesh tonight, you're going to hell. No, 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 no. That's not what I said. He who endures, we can so repent. Has, okay. You can make a mistake and repent. But so if every you time you a, sin, you have to make a, you have to repent or you're going to hell. I'm answering the question. If every time you sin, you have to repent or you're going to hell, is that your position? So, so Ruslan, when you, when, when you sin, you're not doing the will of God, right? You're turning away from Absolutely. his will, right? Absolutely. So you don't think and you Jesus need to repent. It's a, for that it's a sin, relationship, past, it's a relationship with God. You know what? Past, I president, at, future. I past at, president, future. I looked at porn. Lord, I shouldn't have did that. I apologize. Right. I repent. What's wrong with that? Nothing's wrong with that. I'm with you in the same way my son right, was disobedient to me. But you have to mean me. it in your heart. So Absolutely. If you keep looking at pornography, you are not enduring to the end. You are following but if, if your my flesh. Son, Mar Marcus, if my son goes and sins and leaves the house and sins, he's still my son, bro. It How did you become a son of son. God? By That's being not the born same again thing. and having the Spirit of God enter into me, by being grafted in through the blood of Jesus, and what because did you, he died and what did, for every what is the sin, first past, thing you present, had to and future. Do? What is the first thing you had to do, according to the Bible, to be a son of God? Repent and believe, which is a synonymous exactly. term used. So exactly. you repent, so you but, 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 but you don't keep sin. You what can choose to live in mean, sin, Ruslan? but the grace of God is bigger, and the grace of God is bigger than that. And if you Yes, you can choose to live in sin, but the the person who has been made new, who's been born again, desires to please god now do we do it perfectly of course not but marcus rogers seems to say well you're saved and then i you know based on well even that i don't even know if he would say you're saved it's kind of like you're in this probationary period of salvation like you're not saved yet but you're not unsaved i, I don't know what that is this third category but you're in this place right and depending on how you live your life that's what makes you say, you see how that's works-based? <laughs> that is totally works-based. Totally. What if you truly does are born mean? again, you will come back. If you truly are born again, you will come back. You will repent. What just does, like the what does repent mean? To change your mind, to change the trajectory of your life. To turn away, right? So to, you to, to, Well, repentance means to change your mind. Repentance means to change your mind. It is um, a mental thing is repentance, right? Before you even act, it is something that happens in your mind. The fruit of repentance is a changed lifestyle. So I want to make that clear because most people actually um, conflate the fruit of repentance with repentance. They're not the same thing. And if you don't distinguish them, then you end up like Marcus Rogers conflating the two and then, um, you know, making problematic views like this. Became a son of God. You, you became a son of God. The first step was to repent through Correct. your what? Free will. No, so no, no. It's, the, it's, the, it's to repent and believe. It's to repent and believe. We are saved by grace through faith alone. And so, we are saved by grace through faith alone. Two good works. Correct? Yes or no? Are you saved by grace yes, through faith? Yes, sir. I agree a hundred percent. Two good works. I agree a hundred percent. We're so not saved. Fall, so we're not disagreeing. We're not saved. We're not disagreeing on consecration. You're saying. You're saying you can go out and do something foul or or, or or do something bad, and then if you die in a car crash, you go to hell. I don't believe that. 
I don't believe that. That's I, not, I believe that's, that that's anyone that's no, living. That's not what I'm. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. So 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 say I'm saying that someone this. because there's a war that is going on because mm-hmm. the Bible says there will be a great falling away. You mm-hmm. cannot fall away if you never was in. Yeah, they do fall away. That is from the faith, the body of doctrinal teachings. I've already explained how the faith doesn't mean they had faith. They 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 claimed to agree with the doctrinal teachings. That's what they fell away from. And, you know, let me make this note, you know, because so many people, you know, it's <laughs> I, I'm not even willing to call much of what we see today apostasy because they don't even have the doctrinal teachings to apostatize from. They were never even taught Christianity to apostatize. I, maybe I should make a video on that just about how uh, much of church doesn't even give you a doctrinal body of body of beliefs to apostatize from. Uh, very interesting, but like I said, if you're watching, you're liking what you're seeing, uh, you like it, uh, make sure you subscribe and, and uh, uh, like this video as well. Oh, my good uh, hater of the year is such a waste of time to the body of Christ. Yeah, he's in all my videos. <laughs> he's in all my videos. Y'all know what I'm going to do. Y'all, y'all know what I'm going to do. If I make you feel some type of way. don't have to be here this is such a waste of time why are you wasting your time <laughs> very interesting very interesting you can't fall away from something i cannot fall off of this table if i never was on the table so that shows me that you can fall away from the truth because of my free will i chose to come to christ i chose to repent i chose to give my life to him and at the same oh let me read this comment here Good comment. See, this is why you got to follow Caldwell Apologetics. Marcus Rogers believe in contra causality, which means he must also allow for people to reject God in heaven. Yeah, because if it's all based on the will of man, right, the the free will, God's not forcing anybody, then yeah. If he were to be consistent, but he's probably not going to be consistent. Same way, I didn't become a robot because I got saved. That's why Paul says, he who endures to the end shall be saved. I can choose to turn away just like Adam and Eve. Everything God created in the garden, he said it was good. They chose. It's not a reflection of God's goodness. Okay. Jesus so, on the cross, he said it is finished. Okay, Nothing so can snatch us out of his hand, yes, but we finished. can choose is... to walk away. Okay, <laughs> that's a contradiction. You can't say nothing can snatch us out of his hands and then say we can choose to walk away because we're the one uh snatching his ourselves out of his hands so yeah youtube is open for a comment and opinion respectfully i don't hate you yeah fair fair enough but if it's a waste of time i'm going off of your words but you're always here wasting your time apparently anyways so let me ask you a question at what point do you walk away at what point is it too many sins at what point is it too much like, at what point? Is it one sin? Is and it a hundred sins? Is it a that's thousand a good, sins? That's a good question, Ruslam. That's up to God because guess what? Some people will sin and they, they'll die tomorrow. Some people, they get more grace. Everybody in the Bible, the Bible says, is given a measure of grace. So, so right? God's There's... grace is arbitrary? One person can sin for a year and die and still go to heaven. The other person can sin one time and go to hell? After they've been Ru- born again? Ruslan, would you agree that, that Saul, Saul, who became Paul, did a lot of horrible things as compared to some other apostles? So, yes, Do you absolutely. agree? Do you agree he absolutely. got more grace than other apostles? Yes, I agree. But it was because he was born exactly. again. Exactly. It was because he was born again. So, so, so some so people we're gonna, need we're more gonna, grace We're going to disagree on tongues. We're going to disagree on that. We're going to disagree on a few things. My issue, Marcus, again, is in the personal attacks that you hurled against and me. To, I didn't then, appreciate those. Then I don't they think get it was into... fair. I feel like...
they get into some uh, personal stuff of uh, Marcus Rogers calling Ruslan fake. So, but yeah, so Marcus Rogers is a false teacher, right? He 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 denies the Trinity. He's he's he he wants to deny he he holds to oneness, but he holds to the concept of the doctrine. Even if even if he doesn't want the name, okay, he believes you can lose your salvation. He believes he denies salvation by faith alone through grace alone. He denies that. He's 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 made videos about we're not saved by faith alone. Um, we're we're saved by getting water baptized and 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 speaking in tongues. Marcus Rogers has a laundry list of of false doctrines, of heretical doctrines, not just stuff that it's like, man, I I just think that's dangerous, but just outright heretical, right? Um, just very dangerous, very dangerous. Um. Like I said, 270 people watching, 125 likes. Like the video if you enjoyed the content today. Uh, but yeah, Marcus Rogers says, A lot of these Christians is ducking the smoke. I want all the smoke. It would be nothing for him to get on a little channel such as mine, right? Just a meager channel such as mine, right? And and uh, discuss some of these issues where, where I will press them because I know his doctrine. I've watched numerous of, numerous of his videos. I didn't actually know his doctrine. Ruslan is even self-admitted. He doesn't know and he hasn't watched a lot of his videos. You know, I've even thought about uh, putting together a compilation of all the dangerous teachings Marcus Rogers has uh, promoted and contradicted. Uh, like I said, I, I have a, I have some videos of uh, demonstrating Marcus Rogers doc doctrinal error and not just on small stuff. Right. Not just on small stuff. Right. There's so much stuff I can like just nitpick at. Right. But I, I, I don't think I do that. I get onto the uh, you know stuff that I believe is dangerous, right? Committing false prophecies, that stuff is dangerous to the body. False prophecy is dangerous to the body, right? Um, and so no, but you know, Marcus Rogers has denied to uh, you know have a debate with me. Which I mean, let me let me be fair to Marcus Rogers that he doesn't owe me a debate. But I even tried to meet up with him personally when he was in town and. He didn't want to have me by lunch. He didn't want to meet. Um, you know, uh, I, I just think it would be, I think it would be helpful and good to the body. Um, yeah, that's right. Insert Kata me when he went to Marcus uh, Sermon Live. That's right. Yeah, that was a uh, interesting. Uh, I, I had the, the least he could have done was go out to eat with me after I sat through that, <laughs> you know, I think that would have been the nice kind gesture, the Christian thing to do after I just endure that. Um, but I get it right. Uh, not everybody wants to, uh, have those discussions and, you know, not everybody, not everybody wants to, a lot of these Christians is ducking the smoke. You know? I want all the smoke, you know, that some people claim to want the smoke, but when the smoketh cometh, they runneth. You know, but hey, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, um, I just think it's interesting. But yeah, I, I, I thought the conversation between uh, with Ruslan and, and uh, Marcus Rogers was informative. Not only from Ruslan perspective, but definitely from Marcus Rogers perspective, because it contradicted some things he said in the past. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah, it's just a, 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 a whirlwind of contradiction. A whirlwind of false teachings. Uh, here, here's my real issue with Marcus Rogers. He's not up front. He, he'll say one thing. He'll delete the video, and poof, he never said it. Right? <laughs> just, just voila. Right? Just how ironic. Yeah. 
Yeah, my man Christian. All the smoke is not in the Bible. Hmm? He may go to some incense and, you know. <laughs> see, see, uh, that would be interesting to see Marcus Rogers defend that. Yeah, yeah. Marcus Rogers thinks we're all in gangs. Yeah, that's what he said. Remember the, the Trinitarian? I, hold on, wait. I got to play that video again. <laughs> I got to play that video. Uh, hold on a second. Remember he called us all gangbanging for, for Trinity? Yeah, let me find that video. Hold on, y'all. Y'all, for some of y'all who ain't seen this, y'all gonna, y'all gonna, uh, y'all gonna be like, what? I'm about to bring St. Westbrook out again. Where is that video? Oh, here it is. Here he is. All righty. Let's, uh, let's see what we got here. Oh, well, darn it. Let's see. Uh, let's see, let's see. Let, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go, here we go. Let's see. See, this is a throwback. This is the, the throwback K-Dub video. We're going back, back, back. Let's, some of you guys don't remember this, but check this out. Let, let's, let's, uh, let's watch this video real quick. I'm going to wait to leave my commentary afterward. You'll get it later. What's up, cuz? Where you from? Baptist. You can't get around here with all that. Hey, man, you gotta take that off. You turn the cops to we don't allow that right here. You a false teacher. This man right here, look. This is the only team right here. This is the only team that matter. That team is whack, man. This is the only team we represent. We got the best team. You a Trinitarian? You a Trin... Bro. Get out of my face, bro. Trinitarian, I can't even take you serious. Y'all, y'all, y'all losing, man. Y'all ain't got the... Beat this heretic up, boy. Yeah. You a heretic. You a false teacher. You a I bet you prophet. ain't no oh. Christians can do it like this. Stupid Pentecostal. Oh. <laughs> all right, all right. That's enough. That's enough. But yeah, you know, he says, hey, you're Trinity gang, right? You guys just... <laughs> Someone said, what is happening right now? <laughs> See, you, you guys, some of you guys are newer to the channel. You know, we've covered a lot of uh, Marcus Rogers content on this uh, podcast. You know, we've covered a lot of content. Uh, and, and some of you guys need to catch up. And it shows. It shows. You guys, you know, I know Susie Q. She's been here for a while, you know. She's been here for a while. So she's seen a lot of the content. You know, she's seen a lot of the contradictions. <laughs> Someone say cringe. <laughs> yeah, very cringe, man. But we responded to it here on All Things Theology. And one of the things I like about uh, my platform is that I try to involve you guys in some of the things I do, right? You, some of you guys, well, I, I, that's why I put the comments on the screen. Right, I put the comments on the screen because there's some things you guys say that I'm like, wow, I didn't even think of that. But that's so true. You know, so uh, I feel like this is an interactive podcast that we're, we're all critiquing this video. We're all, you know, challenging ourselves. And so that's why... You know, if you're not subscribed to the All Things Theology podcast, you got to subscribe because, hey, like I said, this is a this is a, a formulation of podcasts, right? This is a collective of podcasts. So you guys are helpful, helpful to me and hopefully I can be helpful to you. As uh, Paul says in Romans 1.12, to be a mutual encouragement. And so that is what I try to do here on the All Things Theology podcast. We're about to wrap it up. A couple things I want to say real quick. If you're not following 
the Facebook page. Please follow the Facebook page, facebook.com slash allthingstheology. Please check it out. Uh, you know, you can, uh, let me see if I can, yeah, yeah, you can, uh, I'll, tr- let me uh, see if I can put it in the comment section. I will put it in the comment section so you guys can click on it and subscribe to the to the podcast there. Uh, hopefully you will be blessed by there. And, and a lot of you guys don't even know I do music. Let me give you a link to my new song. If you heard the intro today, that was my new song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of, lot, yeah, yeah. Lots of very smart subscribers here. Lots of people that read their Bible. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do it. I would share it so fast. All right, all right. Uh, there's a Facebook page. Let me send you a link to uh the um. Matter of fact, it's the pinned tweet on the YouTube page. But let me send it again. There you go. Just posted it. Let me let me do it again. Yeah, yeah. Subscribe to the if you like the intro song, there it is. You can subscribe to my artist page. Be be aware when I drop music. I'm gonna be dropping a lot more music, a lot of more content. Uh and so <laughs> I love this comment. Don't worry, Marcus University will fix that. Oh goodness. <laughs> Shout out to Emmanuel Shadid, man. Look like you're in the military. So uh, if you are, thank you for your service. Uh God bless you, man. Um but yeah, man, stick around. I'm gonna be doing a lot more music, uploading that content as well. You know, we're always gonna be doing critiques and pointing people to Bible, more Bible teachings. Uh, yeah, yeah, a new series, Brother Kata, Dining with Heretics. Wouldn't that be an interesting TV show? <laughs> Can you just imagine my face, just I, you know, because I make some pretty interesting faces. I've heard, uh, you know, that people <laughs> enjoyed your new song is bumping. Thank you, Ginger. Appreciate it. New album, Kato album coming. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. You know, hey, I got something in the works. Got some new songs gonna be dropped, but that's why you gotta follow the artist page on Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, yeah, yeah, check it all out. Check it all out. But we're gonna end it here on the All Things Theology podcast. I am K Dub. Till the next time, you guys know how we do it. Grace and peace, y'all. Grace and peace. Grace and peace. Hey, grace and peace, y'all. Till the next time. Grace and peace.